Hello, all you crazy cats and kittens out there in pod personal land. Welcome back to Text Before Calling. I'm your host, Sean Nasty. Joining me as always is Eric the Wheelman Wheeler. <laughs> Good day, Mr. Wheelman. Thank you for joining me in studio today. Let it waft, Sean. Mm-hmm. Enjoying. What are we enjoying? Uh, what's it called? The uh, I want you to guess, reading it from the back, what you think it is. Uh, something Alaska, something beer, something glass. I don't remember. Two of the words you used are adjectives <laughs> that describe the beer. It's from Alaska. Midnight Sun. Arctic Devil. Mm. I saw it and I immediately flashed back to you on the salmon fishing <laughs> boat in the Arctic waters many years ago. Uh, I said, you- I know who would like this. We we were still Pacific. We weren't quite Arctic. Um, where does that start? Were you guys near the mosque at the North Pole? <laughs> that Steve Bannon has written so eloquently about. What the fuck are you talking about, sir? You haven't heard this? No. Oh, this was great. So last night, I think it was fucking USA Today of all publications had someone listen to like fourteen hours of recent Steve Bannon radio appearances, <laughs> and in one of these appearances, he goes on about a mosque at the North Pole. He's referring to a mosque in northern Canada. Oh, wow. But, of course, the way he's, he uh, describes it makes it sound like a transnational uh, UN Just, New, New World Order type mosque at the top of the world, <laughs> emanating its sinister overtones. Oh, so he wasn't actually confusing Canada for the North Pole. No, he was, he was, I think he was being intentionally misleading. I know that's kind of hard to believe. Did he actually use the term North Pole? Yes. Oh, wow. Is it just like he's his? incompetent? He's not stupid. <laughs> he is incompetent. Okay, I think that may be part of his master plan. Mm. But he's he's not faking it. You can't bungle things this badly <laughs> intentionally. You would have to be like a super genius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, things are not going well. In well, I mean, that depends on your perspective. Yeah, are, if you look at the airports, everything's good. Everything's rolled out well. Yeah, I mean, the, the I'm joking. Well, the the whole airport thing, there wasn't really, um, you know, a a mass amount of people that were put out by that. Look, it, there are only 900 people who are unconstitutionally removed from the country. <laughs> it's not a big deal. I, I say, I say, constitutional crises don't really matter until they hit at least four digits. Is it 900 that were removed? I was. Just, I, it was 900 who were affected in American airports. So oh, okay, I thought it was like numbers I were hearing were like a hundred or so that were actually. Number that Trump put out. Okay, gotcha. Well, that's where I get my news directly I, from the man. I, I don't listen to fake news. That's I right. one straight from the tap, right from the source. Speaking of that, did you hear about his uh, CNN ban that lasted about fourteen hours? Oh no, I, I heard he was just kind of being a dick to them, but I didn't know he outright banned them. Uh, he banned his people from appearing on CNN. Oh, it lasted less than a day. Really? Because is, is that just because he can't control it, or because? No, it's because. All he does is watch Fox News and CNN and MSNBC. And he has to go and rebuke. And he sees them saying something. He goes, oh, get our guys on there. Yeah, Re- yeah. Rebuke this. Get the company line Get the company line on the horn. Totally. Uh, before the show started, we were uh, inquiring as to uh, the Alex Jones income. Um, mm. Unfortunately, I couldn't find anything specifically about his income, but his net worth is at $8 million right now. That seems low. Um, well, he's got a lot of overhead. Uh, he is certainly expanding the operation. He's putting an operation in England and in DC and, uh, he's, he's you know, hiring I'm starting all to, sorts of people. I'm starting to think maybe these right wing nut jobs are not really super effective businessmen. 
Um, I don't think Alex Jones has ever been, uh, I, I don't think his strong suit has ever been being a businessman, certainly. Sure. Uh, his strong- here's the thing, a Hollywood airhead like, um, Emma Roberts probably has way more money than Alex Jones. Who's Emma Roberts? Uh, daughter of John, uh, John Roberts, daughter of Eric Roberts, uh, niece of Julia Roberts. Right. But does, does she have anything uh, into her? She's herself? just an actress. Okay. Anything I would know her from? Screen Queens? Um, she's actually a pretty good actress. Really? For all I know, she's extremely intelligent. I'm just using a random yeah, example yeah. of like, here is a person who has no real ambitions in the world and is much more successful financially mm-hmm. than Alex Jones. You know who Tyga is? I heard, I've heard the name. I think he's like a rapper. Yeah, he's like a C-list rapper. Oh, really? He has more money than Alex Jones. Okay. Uh, these, guys, these people, they're not, they're not out there sweating, hustling. These people are taking things very casually. Well, the uh, the Jones man is certainly out there sweating. That's and, what I and mean. Hustling. I'm saying yeah. he is working That's, yeah. way too hard for his ROI is not good. I think he is heeding your advice currently, which is part of the expansion. <laughs> he's dialing it down. Uh, he's dialing it in. Literally, uh, his radio show is like hosted by someone else, and then he calls in from home. <laughs> like he is definitely farming out as much as That's possible. Like, <laughs> That's like my method <laughs> of running my show. Basically, yeah, your show. I mean. Yeah, my show. <laughs> I feel like once we subtract the overhead, if we just went right, <laughs> my people. <laughs> if we uh, if we just went by overhead and just did revenue, or if we removed overhead and just went by revenue, I think we would be at about eight million. <laughs> just pure income, uh, just total gross. Right? Yeah, not the net. The definitely the gross. Uh, speaking of our our gross, uh, I do have some news for you, and I was. Uh, uh, rather interested to hear your response, sir. Uh, for the the first time, I believe, in history of Fallcast Studios, TBC is number two on the network. It is uh, currently ahead of Literally Literary and Pilot Inkering, only beaten, being beaten by South Park, which is just ex- you know expected because Wait of the Wait a minute. SEO. You're saying we're going up the charts? I am, yes. Well, that's not good. Traditionally, we, this has been the uh, one of the least listened to shows on the network. But, uh, Do you think that's because uh, we don't promote the show whatsoever? Uh, well, we haven't. I mean, yeah. nothing's changed. Why Why is this doing <laughs> better than the other? <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's my thinking. I don't know why. Again, this is like, it's like trying to parse... The the election results. I mean, you. Everyone has theories. It doesn't matter. People are stupid. People yeah. are stupid. Okay. I'll attribute whatever success or failure I have in my life to, to other people being to stupid. People being stupid. Now I'm stupid too. I'm one of those stupid people. Just ride that wave, though. But we're all dumb. Yeah. There's no meaning to any of this. Uh, no, no. Um, I did hear someone recently talking about how like um, IQ tests have to be com- uh, continually revamped uh, because of the um, the the way in which they are scored. Like basically, everyone now would be a genius according to uh, you know IQ tests from a hundred years ago. Is or this so. just like the idiocracy theory? Uh, well, that would be the reverse idiocracy theory, but in it, I, it, from there seems to be some confusion or debate on the subject, but some people say it has to do more with the uh, cultural relevance of things. So the things that are included in IQ tests are things that are more culturally prevalent that people would know more about these days. Like memes? Uh, <laughs> I don't know that memes are necessarily on the IQ test. Did but- you know this is a real thing? I, I don't really know what the implications of this are. But I read a headline saying that 
the Pentagon was investigating using memes in warfare. Well, you do know that the the ban on government propaganda has essentially been lifted. What do you mean, ban on government propaganda? So after World War II, they init- they basically signed into law. I can't remember the name of the fucking law. I'd have to look it up right now. But uh, basically, they, they signed that the government would not be directly involved with propaganda. And that law was repealed, uh, I want to say, like two years ago, two, three years ago, something like that. So essentially, the, the government is... Um, basically allowed to construct the ministry of truth they're allowed to construct you know what whatever they want as far as the media message that they want to put out what so, you're telling me is fucking meaningless because they put out propaganda since the the moment the second world war ended that's never stopped whether um, it's official or not doesn't matter well that's the thing like it it, it become it comes from it, it can now come from official uh you know uh, that's places. L- that's less effective, if anything. I know that's what you're true. saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. But to me, it really doesn't matter. Uh, no, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. It's just more of a, an admitting of what is happening rather than uh, you know constantly trying to deny that we would do any such thing. I had no idea that law even existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was... I don't know how effective it actually was. It just kind of meant that like Reagan had to give money to Hollywood rather than making his own shit, but... Right. It sounds like they just sort of put middlemen. Yeah, exactly. Now now it's just... They just they, enrich the middlemen. Right, right. And now yeah. they, they've taken on that barrier. It, it's just kind of interesting that it happens right as Trump is becoming president, someone that is, you know, literally poised to take advantage of that system more so than anyone. So again, this just kind of goes back to my idea that uh, Trump is going to be hopefully the inspiration for a lot of change in the way that we uh, uh, conduct business and a reason to rethink the uh, uh, the soft, cushy that we used to think we had you're talking about like don't maybe don't give the president so much authority might be a good place to start yeah did you happen to see the part in the news today where Trump low-key threatened to invade Mexico to, <laughs> to the president of Mexico. This, I swear to Christ, this is a real thing. Casually mentioned, like, hey, your army's afraid of the cartels. Maybe I'll send in my army. This is a real thing he said to the president while he was president of America. Is that implying that we're going to take care of the cartels or that... Like everything he yeah, says. Yeah. No, it's all vague. Because <laughs> he doesn't know what he means. That's true. The vaguer you keep it, the writer you are. It's like the executive orders. Like they're, I feel like they're leaking these drafts now to get feedback from people. And like if people aren't howling and screaming, he'll sign it. And if people are howling and screaming, he won't. And that's how he's going to do it for four years. Yeah, it's the American Idol fucking system of governing. He it want, he it want, is. It's the reality television without way a doubt. of governing. Dug up. <laughs>